Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2080, How to Build a Starter Emergency Fund in 30 Days or Less, by Jackie Beck of JackieBeck.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. How to Build a Starter Emergency Fund in 30 Days or Less, by Jackie Beck of JackieBeck.com. A starter emergency fund can come in really handy, giving you at least a little cushion in case of an emergency. But actually building one is another story, right? According to bankrate.com's monthly consumer poll, quote, 28% of Americans have no emergency savings, none at all. And nearly half, 49%, don't have enough to cover three months of expenses, end quote. But you don't have to be a statistic. Here's exactly how to build a starter emergency fund in 30 days or less. Day number one, open up a savings account for your starter emergency fund. Open up a savings account using whatever bank you like. Even a piggy bank that you write your name on works for now. I use Capital One's savings account because they let you easily create multiple individually named accounts. So I have one named, appropriately enough, Jackie's Emergency Fund. Or you could use Digit if you like to have your savings painlessly automated. I use them too for other savings. It's my favorite savings buddy. Day two, put at least $1 in your new emergency fund. Funding your account means scrounging up at least a dollar from somewhere. Dig through those couch cushions and coat pockets if need be, but get a dollar into your new emergency fund. Day number three, Figure out how much you want to save up in the next 27 days. I suspect part of the reason so many people are without an adequate emergency fund is that the whole idea of setting aside three to six months worth of expenses seems completely unrealistic. I know it seemed impossible to me for a long time. And who starts things that are impossible? So don't. Start something that's doable instead. Figure out how much you think you can realistically save up over the next 27 days. And that number you come up with, that will be your starter emergency fund. Don't feel badly if it's a small number because any amount is more than you had before. It's something that will insulate you from an emergency that much more than nothing. Any amount is a success. Let's say you want your starter emergency fund to have $100 in it. 
100 divided by 27 is about $3.70. So you need to add less than $4 a day to your fund. Your options are to make more, spend less, or ideally both. Figure it out, getting creative if need be, and then send in today's amount. Do a little happy dance while you're at it because you're moving in the right direction. Also, happy dances are fun. Day number four, make savings a line item in your budget. It's really hard to save extra money because who has extra money? So save first and always instead, and then you'll have it done. Write the 27-day total you came up with into your monthly budget right now. Think of it as another bill, just like your cell phone or housing. Oh, and don't forget to send today's amount into your fund. Days five to 29, keep at it. Just keep plugging away, sending in your $4 or whatever every day for the next 26 days. If you make or save more one day and want to get a jump start on the next, great. Go ahead and send that in early. Just make sure you aren't cutting back too much since you don't want to have to dip into the fund to meet basic expenses. You only want it to be for emergencies. Which reminds me, it's time to figure out exactly what you consider an emergency. Me? It used to be only losing my job. But then I quit my job to work for myself. So now it's only medical expenses greater than my deductible. Everything else I can either do without or wait until I have the money. You get to pick what constitutes an emergency in your life. So right now, make a list of the only things you'll allow yourself to use that fund for. Keep in mind that the more emergencies you have, the bigger your fully funded emergency fund will need to be. Then stick to your list. And day 30, celebrate. Then make savings a habit. Now's the time to celebrate your progress. Go ahead and tell someone, me if you like, that you've met your goal and built a starter emergency fund. I promise I'll be just as happy for you as the day I reached my first emergency fund goal. This is also the time to add emergency fund savings to next month's budget and every month after that. Make saving for emergencies a habit and keep at it until you reach whatever larger goal feels comfortable to you. I have a year's worth of expenses set aside now. When you do have to dip into the fund because emergencies happen to everyone at one point or another, don't get upset. Instead, pat yourself on the back for having created the fund in the first place and then get to replenishing it using the same methods you used to build it in the first place. As someone who's gotten completely out of debt, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that here too. Sometimes people wonder whether they should pay off debt before starting an emergency fund. My answer is no, because an emergency fund actually helps prevent debt. Get your starter emergency fund done, then worry about becoming debt-free. Meanwhile, happy emergency fund building. You just listened to the post titled How to Build a Starter Emergency Fund in 30 Days or Less by Jackie Beck of JackieBeck.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable 
with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Saving an emergency fund is really important, but it's only possible if you have an adequate gap between your income and expenses. When it comes to budgeting, planning, and making goals around how much you'll spend and how much you'll save, this is where tracking your actual spending is going to serve you well. It's very easy for us to be idealistic about our future behavior. We'll say things like, I'm gonna work out five days a week this month. But if history shows you typically only work out one day a week, then jumping to five days is simply unrealistic. Tracking your actual spending will put you in the position to create a realistic budget and set realistic goals for improved spending and saving behaviors over time. While the idea of tracking expenses might make you cringe, it was game-changing for me, and I continue to do it to this day. The reason why it's so powerful is because it helps you come up with a plan for how you're going to increase the gap between your income and expenses. And you can't come up with a plan if you don't have a sense of where you stand right now. Once you have a clear picture on where you're at now, you get to play the game of optimizing all of your expenses. Where can you cut costs? Where are you spending money and not getting enough value from that spending? While of course I think we should all prioritize saving and paying ourselves first, you can only do that when you live below your means. If you track every dollar and optimize all of your expenses and there's still no gap that would allow for savings, you likely need to focus more of your efforts on increasing your income. Pay yourself first sounds great, but it's not really practical to save money if that forces you to have no money for groceries, for example. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.